0: Welcome to the Neighbourhood Church Podcast. We are so thankful that you are listening in. The Neighbourhood Church is all about helping people find and follow Jesus. We hope that through these podcasts you are encouraged, that you're inspired, and that you're provided with practical wisdom on how to find and follow Jesus. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast. Well, welcome
1: everyone. So, so glad you are with us. Welcome to people from Saskatoon and Dundurn and Clavette, uh, all over Saskatchewan and uh, even viewers from across North America. So glad you have joined us today. Uh, what a neat opportunity for us to come together and establish some routines that are normal to us. What a great opportunity to come together and and receive from God's Word an anchor in our lives. This time can be an anchor. I, uh, you like my sweater? I'm wearing my bright pink sweater because my wife bought me this bright pink sweater and uh, I'm honoring her. And I want to honor her with a comment here. Sometimes I haven't paid as much attention to my wife and what she's speaking into my life as I should. As I've grown up and matured, uh, I am recognizing more and more that she says some things that I really need to be listening to. And she said to me on the way out of the house one day this week, "Uh, John, I think I'm supposed to ask everybody, uh, who is a part of our church, to put a cross in their front window. And I listened, and then I went to prayer, and that thing grew in my heart. And friends, we need to be letting our communities know we're followers of Christ, but we need to be pointing their eyes and their hearts toward Jesus in this very fragile time. Uh, so we're going to put a cross up on our front window, and I would encourage neighborhood family to, to put crosses up in their window, too. And let's have people, as they're walking our streets and driving our roads, uh, see the cross everywhere. And uh, just another opportunity in this global pandemic that is, has people wondering what's going on to have their eyes turned. Uh, towards God. And thank you as well for your financial support over the month of, month of March. Absolutely amazing. We met our budget in March, and uh, I think that's phenomenal. It's because you've given and you've continued to give sacrificially. Well, let's pray together. Father, I come before you now in the name of your Son. I thank you for what you want to say to us today. I pray that your Holy Spirit would visit us in our offices, our living rooms, our family rooms, our kitchens, our bedrooms, wherever we're listening in. Come now, I pray, and speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. beginning of the service we read the story of the triumphant entry. It starts with Jesus uh, asking two of his disciples, we don't know which two it was, uh, to go and find a donkey for him. And uh, they go out, they do the negotiations that are necessary, and they have a donkey for Jesus to ride as he enters the city of Jerusalem. As he's entering the city, the crowds must have heard he's coming because like a great parade in one of our great cities, they line both sides of the street. And as he's coming, people are taking off their coats and they're throwing them on the ground in front of them on the road. Others are climbing palm trees and they're cutting off the leaves and they're laying the palm tree leaves On the road, and as Jesus crosses by, uh, the children and the adults are crying out, Hosanna, hooray, praise be to God, hallelujah! They're worshiping, at least the majority are. But there's some on the edge who, and we read this in verse number 11, who when they see all of this going on, they ask this question, Who is this what is all of this about who is this what is this all about what's going on here you see there's a group that knows him and then there's this other group that doesn't really have a clue what's going on who is this sadly as we're going to discover the story the group's a little bit fluid And some of the people who are saying, Hosanna, son of David, praise be to God, hooray, within four or five days have followed the masses and are saying, crucify him, crucify him. What happened between this triumphant entry of the city of Jerusalem and by the end of the week, people are not saying Hosanna; they're saying Crucify. Well, what's what's going on here? Well, if you if you take your Bible, Matthew chapter twenty-one, and and you look through the story, this guy they were cheering wasn't quite maybe who they thought they were. He was. He went into the temple and he cleansed the temple and he. He said, you guys, this is supposed to be a place of prayer, and you've just turned it into a business. Told the story about two sons, one who said, yeah, I'll do whatever you want, and never got around to doing it, and another son who said, no, I don't want to do that, but ended up doing it, and, and he said, who do you think pleased the father? And the answer's obvious. The one who, in spite of his initial reluctance, ended up doing what the Father wanted him to do. So Jesus is laying these expectations that uh, God be respected and God be worshipped and, and God's instructions be followed. And, and uh, the religious leaders didn't like what Jesus was saying and they, they rose up against him and the masses, many of the masses followed of the crowd, and change the song, change the words from hosanna to to crucify him. Who is this man? Who is this man to To some, he's just a bother. He's a pain in the neck. He's not letting business go on as usual. he's He's inquiring and requesting and insisting on a change of heart and a change of attitude. He's troublesome. To others, he's the Lord of lords. The king of kings, the creator of the universe, the sustainer of the world, the one who gives us our breath every day. Who is this man? Well, he's the returning king. We read in uh, John chapter 14, uh, verses 1 to 3. John 14, 1 to 3. Don't let your heart be troubled. And, and if you have attended a funeral at some point in your life, there's a high likelihood that, that this portion was read. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have I told you that. For I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. Who is this man? Well, he's the king who is coming back. He entered Jerusalem on a donkey but he's also the man who's coming back in the clouds. We read in the Gospel of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, and uh, let me find it here, I think it's the 18th chapter, sorry, the 17th chapter, and verse 33, talking about when he comes back. He says this, Luke chapter 17 and verse number 34, I tell you, and this is the night when Jesus comes back, on that night there will be two in one bed. One will be taken and the other will be left. There will be two women grinding, working at the same place. One will be taken and the other will be left. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other will be left. Comes in the clouds. Some are going to be ready, and some are just not thinking about Jesus at all. Some will be ready, and some won't be. What's the difference? Well, the difference is in Luke chapter 17 and verse 33. Whoever seeks to keep his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will... Preserve it. Whoever seeks to save his life loses it, and whoever is willing to lose his life saves it. Some look at what's going on in our world right now, and they think this is all just a normal health problem, and we'll figure it out. And others look at this and they see something deeper, something more significant perhaps happening. They see this as uh, an opportunity for God to be speaking to our hearts and calling us back to him. I think there's more to this than just the COVID-19 virus. And we make a mistake if we aren't factoring the Lord of Lords, the sustainer of the universe, the creator of all things, into what is going on right now. I think it was 1974, may have been 1973. David Wilkerson had received a vision and wrote the book, The Vision. I remember getting together with a whole bunch of friends, 10, 12, maybe 14, in uh, the basement of my friend Carol, in her parents' home. And we sat around the cassette recorder, (laughs) cassette tape in the cassette recorder, and we listened to David Wilkerson talk about uh, the vision he'd had. That vision began to propel much of what he said for the remainder of his life. And one of the things he talked about was this, this pandemic that would spread around the world, this sickness that would be touching all places. And then he made uh, the statement that it is particularly going to affect the city of New York. And I listened to the National last night, and there's a lady, a young lady on there just wondering how she's ended up in the middle of so much devastation in the middle of the great city of New York. And he went on and said, preachers who are alert and awake to the reality that there's more to this than just a sickness are going to be calling people to repentance and that this will be the third great awakening this my friends is a time where god is at work first peter chapter uh, 3 we read these verses first peter chapter uh, sorry chapter 1 verses 13 and 15 and uh, it's talking in verses 10 11 12 about the reality that christ is going to come back Uh, and uh, we need to be looking for that. He says, therefore, prepare your minds for action, keep sober in spirit, fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts which were yours in your ignorance, But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all your behavior. What should the response of the church be to God at all times? It should be a response of obedience, a response of, of holy living and holy behavior. And yet, if we're honest, we find it so easy to drift from that. We find it so easy to make the worldview our view instead of the, the word view our view. We find it easy to make excuses for not living the way the Scriptures ask us to live. I believe, friends, that in the middle of all of this, if all we're worrying about is not catching COVID-19 and we're not worried about the condition of our hearts and the effect of sin in our lives, we're missing an opportunity here for God to do something deep, for God to accomplish what he really wants to accomplish. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2, now we are the children of God. We are the children of God. And it has not appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, this is wonderful, when he appears, he's coming in the clouds. (laughs) Came in a donkey on the triumphant weekend, but he's coming in the clouds. When he appears, we will be like him because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. Most of us have been sanitizing our hands over and over and over again throughout the day. And we should. But far more important in the big picture, far more important in the big picture, is that we're using this opportunity to sanitize our hearts Anyone who has his hope fixed on the return of Christ, he's coming in the clouds. He came on a donkey. He's coming in the clouds, purifies himself just as he is pure. Who is this man? Who is this man? Who is this man who entered Jerusalem uh, almost 2,000 years ago riding on a donkey? Who is this man who is returning in the clouds? Well, he's the Lord of lords, he's the creator of the universe, he's the sustainer of the world, he's the savior of the world, he is God all-powerful, he is God almighty, he is God above all kings, he is the God at whom every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord, he's the returning king, he's the one coming in the clouds. Amen. Who is this man? little girl, five-year-old, just like our only granddaughter, attended church, and in church, and her little kids' church group, they talked about Jesus coming back in the clouds. And uh, she got home, and she said to her mommy, mommy, do do you believe Jesus is coming back in the clouds? And Her mom said, yes, honey, I believe Jesus is coming back in the clouds. She said, "Uh, do you believe that uh, Jesus could come back in the clouds today? And Mommy said, yeah. Mommy, do you believe Jesus could come back in a few minutes? And Mommy said, yes. And that little five-year-old girl said, "Mummy, would you please comb my hair then? Would you please comb my hair? He's coming in the clouds. And everyone who has this hope purifies himself. Friends, may God use this time when we're, <laughs> we're alone more to reconnect with the returning king and allow him to purify our hearts. Maybe you're listening in right now and you're kind of like that crowd on the edge of the streets in Jerusalem on Triumphant Entry Weekend and you're saying, who is this guy? And, and today s- the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you and I want you to know God loves you and God desires more than anything for you a deep and personal, meaningful relationship with Him. And the real decision is, and we read it in the Gospel of Luke, are you going to live for yourself? Are you willing to bow down and say, God, I'm going to stop living for myself. I'm going to make you the one who I obey and serve and, and love and worship for the rest of my life. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's you. Asking everybody to just take a moment now. I'm going to pray a bit for you, but I'm praying going to pray especially for those who maybe need to for the first time uh, say yes to God, yes to the reality of God, Yes to the fact that Jesus loves them and wants to be a part of their life, wants to be their Savior, wants to cleanse them, fr- cleanse you from your sins. Let's pray together, Father. I thank you for who you are. Not a figment of our imagination. You're the one who gives us breath all-powerful God. You're the one who sustains the universe. And you're the one who loves us enough to send your Son to die for us that our sins may be forgiven. If there's anyone listening in today, they've never asked you to do that. I pray that right now, Holy Spirit, you would come. And right now, they would say yes to you invite you into their lives, Lord, that they would acknowledge that they have sinned and they failed and they've made some bad decisions and rejected you many times. Forgive them for that, O Lord, and even now, come in the presence of your Spirit and help them to receive you as the great God, the great forgiver, the great lover of their hearts. In Jesus' name we pray.
2: What a great time of prayer and worship and a great message from Pastor John. And I just want to really challenge the church, challenge whoever's watching today to um, do what Donna has on her heart. Let's put a cross in our windows. Let's do this. Let's share it. Let's get it all over the web. If you do this in your window, take a picture, put hashtag window cross, and let's just share the cross around the world, around the globe. It's a great challenge. Thank you, Pastor Donna. And I just want to remind you, just as we're signing off here, that we are going online on Good Friday at 10.30 a.m. Don't forget to have a little bit of juice and some crackers or some bread, whatever, just so that you could share communion with us. And as I close today with our benediction, uh, there's this song that's been going around the internet uh, called The Blessing. And it is out of scripture and a classic way to end. And I just really want to pray this and bless you with this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. May his favor be upon you. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and even within you. He is with you this week, every week. In the morning, in the evening, in your coming and in your going, in your weeping and your rejoicing, He is for you. May you feel the peace. Church, you've had church, now go be the church. Love you.
0: We are so thankful that you've listened in to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. If you have questions or comments about what you've heard, we would love to hear from you go to the podcast description and follow the link to get in touch with us. Everything we do would not be possible without your generosity. If you would like to give, check out that same link in the podcast description. If you have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.